We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All hit radio. Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and our family of broadcast affiliates right around the world. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV. And if you'd like to find out what's going on the Exxon TV channel that is exclusive to Simultv, visit www.simultv.com. Exxon Nation, my first guest tonight is a young lady that we're going to be talking to about a coven. Now, um... Megan Killian is our guest. And Megan, first of all, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Megan. Uh, sure. So I am a 33-year-old mother of four, happily married. I've been a B2B technology sales and marketing executive for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. And three months ago, I decided that I was going to start a social media platform for initially witches, but it kind of expanded into pagans and spiritualist floors. Um, so I've spent the last three months uh, juggling my marketing agency, uh, Coven Cloud, which is my startup for witches and pagans, and a small vacation rental business. Um, Keeping all those balls in the air is not always easy. Occasionally, <laughs> I drop one. I try to drop the plastic ones instead of the glass. Makes but, sense. You know, yeah. sometimes we all get cut. Um, but overall, it's been a wild ride, and um, I'm loving it. Now, uh, you claim that the Coven Cloud is a place where practitioners of all backgrounds can feel safe, included, and supported. Is there a lot of uh, negativity when it comes to people being 
witches or Wiccans, pagans? Yeah, absolutely. I think over time there's been a lot of mm-hmm. negative media portrayals. Um, I actually just the other day came across my Facebook feed, someone uh, who was talking about how witches will hex candy on Halloween and how not only should people be checking for poison, but they should be taking their candy to the church to check for hexes. And, you know, I have a a lot of witchy friends, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, obviously I've created this platform, so I don't know anybody that would hex children's candy, you know, Um, there are evil people in every state. Uh, But I don't think that the witch or pagan community has any more bad people. In fact, I think a lot of our core fundamental beliefs um, really hold us to a higher level of accountability than a lot of other faiths do because it's so focused on, you know, our responsibility to ourselves and our community. Are you finding that more and more people are seeking outside of the, uh, you know, the established religious philosophies in these days and times? Oh, a hundred percent. I think, um, We've all felt a massive societal shift mm-hmm. lately. Uh, it's kind of impossible to deny that. And I think especially my generation, so millennials and, and Gen Z, have a fundamental dislike for the patriarchy, if you will. And um, more and more people are straying away from those uh, Abrahamic religions that have a lot of patriarchal concepts involved mm-hmm. in them. And they... They want to find their own path. More and more people are straying away from organized religion to instead explore Mm -hmm. all that the world has to offer. Well, what is the difference between paganism, witchcraft, and let's say Christianity? A lot of it, honestly, is terminology. You know, um, Christians use words like God with a capital G. Mm Mm-hmm. And angels, and archangels, mm-hmm. and saints. Right. Right. And in paganism and witchcraft, you often have deities or gods. And mm-hmm. we might have Mother Earth or Gaia, or we might use terms like um, gods and demigods and guides and spiritual advisors. And so. A lot of it is disagreeing on on what we call things, right? We have Samhain or the Day of the Dead, and Christians might have All Hallows Eve. Um, We have Beltane. We have Yule. Mm -hmm. um, And Christians might have Christmas. Um, And so I think a lot of it is, is fundamentally the terminology. And then underneath that, you know, Paganism goes back as far as we have records. Um, Christianity is actually a very young religion. Yes, it is, Um, yeah. And so a lot of the things that Christians practice are things that were taken from, you know, pagan faith Mm -hmm. bases. And we all do that, right? We beg, borrow, and steal from one another uh, when it comes to building our faith. And I think some of us are just a little bit more honest and transparent about that than others. You know, like when I talk about my faith and my spirituality, I talk about picking and choosing things, you know, like I have a lot of Buddhist fundamental beliefs. I have some Taoist beliefs, some things that align with Christianity, some that don't things that come from Wicca and witchcraft. I don't identify as Wiccan, but I, you know, picked a lot of things up from them. Um, 
a, a lot of different cultures versions of paganism um and i think historically christianity has not done a good job of just acknowledging when they're taking something from another culture you know we look at uh, the the christmas tree that is a pagan ritual is it not, is it not as well as the uh, yule log now there's a real oh, good yeah. one yeah you Absolutely. Know. Those are both, you know, pagan yep. rituals. Um, if you look at like the Easter bunny, yep. um, looking for Easter eggs, mm-hmm. those are all very much associated with like a spring equinox uh, celebration. So why, why do you think that there's such a negative spin on, on Wiccans and pagans? Is, is it just Hollywood or have the established... Religions also had their little hand in the negative media and the downing of paganism and Wicca. I think it's much more political than yeah. many of us want to acknowledge. So if, if we look at history, um, religion is so deeply tied to state power mm-hmm. and the power of government. And the majority of empirical government want a unified, obedient uh, group of people, right? Right. So as power shifted throughout Europe um, and spread throughout the rest of the world, they wanted to unify a religion. And we look at, if if we use like the, the lion's den as an example here, and you look at ancient Rome and you see you know, early days, pagans were throwing Christians into the lion's den because that was the minority religion. Mm-hmm. And the people in power in government were not Christian. And then you look at, you know, Constantine and the religious shift that happened in the Roman Empire and throughout Europe and the Middle East at that time, and suddenly it's pagans in the lion's den those who worship the old gods, those that were polytheists. Um, and so it's, it's really all about substantiating your power by getting rid of people who disagree with you. And I really hope that we are coming to a point in our society where we begin to acknowledge that we don't have to agree with people to respect them. That's right. And we do not have to share the same opinion or belief in order to be one people. How true. The times are changing. And one thing that we can all agree on is that the religious philosophies have not kept up with the times. And I think that this has been a major downfall. And the major philosophies like Christianity and Catholicism, they've changed from their roots into making it a multi-billion dollar industry. Oh, absolutely. Totally corrupted. Totally yeah, corrupted. 100%. All right, Megan, you and I have to take our first break. Please stand by. Exonation. Nation, if you'd like to find out more about uh, Megan or the Coven.Cloud, that's the name of their website, Coven.Cloud. That's plain, it's simple, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Megan about what it is that can be done on the uh, pagan, I'm sorry, pagan, no, it's not pagan. Well, we are, pagan, yeah. which, which spiritual. Yeah, 
All right, so we'll, we'll get into all this on the other side. I just didn't want to uh, offend anyone out there, so. We're trying to figure that out, too. Okay, stand by, Megan. You and I will be back. Whatever you do, don't go away. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Megan Killian is our special guest this hour. Her website is coven.cloud. And uh, Megan, what was it that brought you into paganism or Wicca or witchcraft? So I I felt called Mm -hmm. to magic my entire life. When I was a small child, I used to have visions, the most notable of which happened when I was about four years old. And um, my parents had a really close friend named June, uh, and I, it was like the middle of the night, 1am and I was screaming upset at my parents. Like you have to go check on June right now. It has to happen. And my parents were trying to put their child back to bed, like no shh, quiet, go to sleep. And I, I wouldn't calm down about it. So my dad went over to check on her and she was passed out at the foot of her stairs. Um, and, uh, she had breast cancer and my dad took her to the hospital that night and, the doctor in the ER told her that if, if he'd waited, if she hadn't come in that night, um, they, they wouldn't have been able to take action fast enough. And she went into remission and she got another five or six years. That's wonderful. Out of that. Yeah. Um, and I had a couple more, you know, through into high school mm-hmm. when, um, I got really overwhelmed with the, the whole thing. I was, um, really empathetic to people so that their feelings really rubbed off on me. I'm also neurodivergent. So some of that comes from the over-awareness of other people that's with comes with autism because I'm looking for people's cues all the mm-hmm. time. Um, but I kind of turned it off for a while. Both my parents were very, very Christian. I grew up in a Methodist church. Um, I have a lot of religious trauma, but it's not from the, tr- like I, I grew up in a good church. Uh, it, it just wasn't for me. And um, 
So I kind of just, for a lot of years, I identified as spiritual but not religious, Unitarian, agnostic. Um, and three years ago, my mom passed away of lung cancer metastasized to her brain. And then a little less than a year later, my dad passed away. Um, his diabetes got too hard for, to manage. And honestly, like, he was kind of over it. Um, and part of my healing from their passing was a lot of energy work, deep soul work. And as I started to do that, I realized more and more that I'm not just spiritual, but not religious. Like I, I believe in magic. I believe in my innate power to change my reality through thought and energy. And um, the more I delved into it, the more I realized I was a witch and that I was pagan. Um, and I started finding my people in really small ways. So the, the more truth about yourself that you share with the world, the more you find your people, right? So I found that the more I put it out there, the more I found like, oh, I do have friends from, that are pagan, that are witchy. And uh, this past summer, I spent uh, the majority of it on Cape Cod, where I was born and raised. And built my own little coven there um we did tea and tarot on saturdays and we had a healing circle and i went to a lot of reiki uh circles um and i just realized like i'd found it you know i spent a lot of my life kind of wandering around trying to figure out what it was that i was and I, i found something that worked for me did you find that finding this circle, finding these friends, finding paganism or Wicca has been a positive factor in your life? Oh, 110%. Yeah. Um, for one, I think that anytime you find your community, mm-hmm. that uplifts you, right? Um, but also, you know, when I was younger and my mom would get into it about religion from time to time... Um, she would tell me that she really just wanted me to find something to believe in, something that gave me a course for my life, a purpose, something that I could dig deep into when I was feeling lost. And for me, that has become witchcraft. You know, like I, when I feel like I'm losing my way, I can ground myself and center myself and, I do a lot of affirmation and manifestation and it's uh, powerful how much you can change your life with thought. How do you deal with negativity from people who really have no idea what paganism is or, or what Wicca is and they base their opinions on movies that are, in my opinion, very detrimental to pagans and wiccans because i have a lot of respect for pagans and wiccans you know i yeah i I understand i I understand the deepness of it i understand their commitment i understand that they're loving and peaceful people yeah so for one i've been a registered libertarian for like 10 years Mm so i'm used to it right um and i've learned that you have to differentiate between People who are willfully ignorant, who want to be hateful, those people are not worth your time. They're never going to be worth your time. Ignore them, block them, move on with your life. Uh, There's no block button. 
in real life, but you know, you move yourself as far away from those people as you can. Um, and then there are people who are the true definition of ignorant, you know, like they just don't know any better. Those people are worth educating. It's worth having a conversation with them and explaining mm -hmm. what this is. You know, I'm not, I don't have green skin. I don't eat children. I'm not hexing anybody. I'm a, I'm a peaceful practitioner. I'm a positive practitioner. So I only breathe positivity into the world. Um, I purposefully keep negativity out of my craft. Um, and also understanding that like, so Wicca is a defined religion and you can read about it. Um, and I think you'll see that it's, it's not a hateful thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not Wiccan. I identify as a witch, uh, but not Wiccan. Um, and well, what's, what's the difference between Wiccan and witch then? So a Wiccan is a very specific religion. It's like the difference between say like a Christian and someone who believes in God. Okay. Right. So a witch is someone who practices magic, and a wicked is somebody who follows a very specific religion. Gotcha. So, so what kind of magic does a a witch actually perform? Oh man, it runs the gambit, right? You have um, people who practice exclusively sex magic. You have people who uh, practice, you know, energy work. Mm -hmm. um, there's Reiki. Many people consider that a form of witchcraft. Others don't. Um, you've got, you know, a lot of, I do a ton of, of manifestation, right? Which is, it's just pushing my energy in a way. And I would say that you can very closely compare manifestation and prayer, right? Um, and then you've got people who do spell work and there's a lot of different kinds of spell work. Um, there are kitchen witches who do a lot of, um, like simmer pots and various forms of herbal, herbal remedies. You have kind of the apothecary type of witch who's very in touch with, you know, our ancient roots in medicine. Mm -hmm. um, you have people who do spell work for others. And there are so many different kinds of spells out there and kinds of witches. You've got chaos witches and gray witches and white witches and it, the list goes on and on and on um we have a blog post about that over at coven cod if anybody wants to check it out um it's called 10 types of witches you may not have heard of um but overall i think nothing if you can imagine it, you can do it really yeah the old saying, if you confess it, you will possess it as well. You know, the mantras. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, do, do you find that a spell depends on the belief of the person that is requesting the spell? Oh, so definitely. Um, we talk a lot in inside of Coven Cloud in our, in our team meetings about ethical magic practices. And inside of that is that in order for a spell to work... Um, properly we strongly believe that the recipient has to be open to receiving it mm -hmm. um additionally my belief system is that magic is all about intent your heart and soul have to be in it yeah um it's not just saying the words it's it's believing them it's having the intent behind them mm -hmm. um and also it's action 
So my dad had this sort of story when I was growing up about a man who prayed to God every day to win the live. All right. Why don't we do this? Why don't we hold on to the story that your dad told you? Because we're coming up to our news break at the bottom of the hour. So, all right, Megan, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Exonation, Megan Killian is our special guest this hour. Her website, coven.cloud. It's plain, it's simple, coven.cloud. And we'll both be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios at Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Welcome back, everyone. Megan Killian is our guest this hour. Coven.cloud is the website. And uh, Megan, tell us the story that your dad used to tell you. Sure. So this is a kind of Christian anecdote, but my dad used to tell me the story about a man who prayed mm-hmm. every day to win the lottery. And every single day he'd say the same prayer, God, please help me, help me win the lottery. And this went on for quite some time. And finally... One day, God shouted back, buy a fucking ticket. <laughs> and that is, you know, that's how witchcraft works, right? It's, you can't just hope. You can't just manifest. Um, a while ago, I took, I took a class on um, magical manifestation. And one of the recommendations that the teacher or coach in that class had was that we instead of saying I manifest saying I commit to like I commit to bringing more love into my life Mm -hmm. instead of I manifest the love of my life. So it's 
you're you're yeah. making you're making the effort. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you you have to put the work in. Yeah. Um, no matter what your faith is, no matter how powerful or gifted you might be as mm-hmm. a witch, you have to do the work. How are the rituals different in, you know, in witchcraft compared to uh, the major holidays that that you know Christians and other religious philosophies celebrate? For example, Christmas. How do how does a witch celebrate Christmas? Is there Santa Claus? Is there elves? Is there reindeers? Or how do you celebrate? Uh, everybody's a little bit different in how they kind of bring everything together. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I have four kids. Right. Um, whether I tell them about Santa or not, that is a ridiculously widespread notion, and I'm not going to steal my kid's childhood right. from them uh, for my safety. So, um, mm-hmm. both my husband and I were raised Christian. Right. We celebrate like a, a Yule Christian Christmas kind of mix up. We don't talk about Jesus or any of that. Mm-hmm. We have a Christmas tree. We have a Yule log. Um, we celebrate it as a seasonal equinox, which there are, you know, four equinoxes yeah. in the year. So we celebrate an equinox then. Um, and we are big fans of the 25 days of Christmas here. Uh, so we we do advent calendars. We just kind of don't, we don't push on the religious aspect of the holiday, but we still do a lot of the, the common bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of rituals, my coven is very focused on moon, the power of the moon. Um, Hecate is one of the goddesses that we work with. So like, we did a full moon ritual on the 21st of October. Um, that was a pretty big celebration for us because we got to all be in person. I was up north, um, which is where my physical coven is. And then we did, uh, and actually our Samhain, or Samhain uh, celebration was actually a little bit smaller. We did kind of some fun stuff with the kids. We went to a market. Um, we did our own manifestations together. Um, as part of our full moon ritual, we made herbal spell jars. Um, we made one for good luck and we did a manifestation ceremony specifically for Coven Cloud where everybody wrote down, uh, their wishes for Coven Cloud on bay leaf, put it into, um, a jar with some, uh, black salt, and a variety of herbs and crystals, and then sealed it with um, wax together. Uh, We also did some wellness uh, rituals in that together. And then ultimately we wrapped up by sitting around the fire and just talking to each other. Um, Covens are different. My belief is that I want the people in my coven to not all have the same faith base as me because I want us to challenge each other and to have different gifts and strengths and to share our resources and amplify our power. Um, For me, it's very much about like community and growth. Um, There are some covens that are very specifically uh, built around a specific deity uh, and they might have rituals that go along with that. How many deities are there in witchcraft? Oh, my God. Uh, thousands. Really? Yeah. So 
not all are recognized by every witch, right? So I believe that simultaneously everything is true and nothing is true. Mm-hmm. That we are building our own reality with our thoughts, right? So um, I have this theory that all gods exist on some level and that by worshiping them, we make them stronger. So right now, big old capital G God of the Christian faith would be the strongest God out there because he's so widely celebrated and, and worshiped. I think some of the shifts that we're experiencing in our society right now have to do with other deities coming forth and being recognized again. Um, and that you will continue to see shifts as that happens more and more. That's an interesting concept. That really yeah. is an interesting concept. Theory. Yeah. Um, let's get back to the, uh, the, the, the way that witches celebrate. For example, uh, what's, a, what's a witch wedding like? So it depends a little bit on what they believe. Okay. But pagan um, weddings are typically hand fasting ceremonies. Um, the the uh, jumping over a broom is not mm-hmm. unheard of. Um, the uh, mixing of blood is not unheard of. So to you know, like cut your hands put them together and then yeah. fast them together or drip them into a chalice together to um, show that you're, you're sharing your lives and, and, and your, your true being together. Mm-hmm. Um, most people implement their own faith to it. Right. So I, I recently went to a wedding um, where the groom was a, uh, Irish Celtic and he worshiped the Celtic gods and the bride was um, a Wiccan who worshiped Hecate and they both brought that with them. So she came in with a beautiful moon um, and crystal crown on her head and a long flowing black gown and he came in um in a kilt and with the emblems like his family crest Mm -hmm. and then the emblems of the gods that he worships in his practice on his chest they did a hand fasting um they had very specific uh crystals and herbs they'd each chosen that they put into a chalice together to mix their faith um and their vows were really powerful and beautiful i Personally, I just love to see the mixing of faiths in that way, that they could respect one another's belief systems and merge yeah. them together. Well, you know, that's that's the basic foundation of any wedding or any union is trust. Yes, absolutely. Because without trust, I'm sorry, in my opinion, there's nothing. Certainly yeah. not yeah. a marriage that will last. Exactly. Exactly. Um We've got about a minute before we have to take our final break here. What about when, uh, you know, is is there a different way of celebrating somebody's life uh, as as a witch when they pass to the next realm? Yeah, so 
um, even just like in our team at Coven Cloud, we have very distinct beliefs mm-hmm. about what happens after you die. But all of us believe in energy yeah. and energy transference. And so I think ultimately, like that scientific belief, uh, not belief, but that scientific fact that um, energy is not created nor destroyed mm-hmm. is very thematic in witchcraft, right? And and in our beliefs about death. So we believe your energy continues. Um, how we think it continues is debatable, right? right? Um, for me personally, um, I actually believe that everybody gets what they believe in the end. I but- think you go where you think you're going to go. Megan, please stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. And Nation, please visit Megan's website. It's coven.cloud. And uh, Megan, Killian, and I will return on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center and studios in beautiful Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, X-Zone at xzoneradiotv.com and on all social media sites, TV. Don't go away. up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in this is your sign to thank them and if you're that friend this is us saying thank you now get a sausage McMuffin sausage biscuit sausage burrito or hash browns choose two for $2.50 enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2 price of participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal single item at regular price And welcome back to Exxon Nation. Uh, just a reminder that if you'd like to find out what is on the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV, visit www.simultv.com. Megan Killian is our guest. Her website is coven.cloud. First of all, Megan, thanks so much for coming on the show tonight. It's a great pleasure talking to you. And uh, thank you for enlightening us and many of our listeners who, for the first time, are joining us tonight, thanks to an increase in our listeners on affiliates. Uh, who are learning so much from you about witchcraft. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. So tell us about your coven.cloud. Sure. So Coven Cloud is a social media platform mm-hmm. uh, built for pagans by pagans. And currently you can log in, you can find a coven or create your own. Um, you can post, you can choose to post yourself 
to your friends, to your coven, um, or to the platform overall. Um, we have the ability to share music, uh, share videos, uh, upload documents, chat. Uh, we've got some other things coming. We've got a seller platform and an e-learning platform in the works. Um, but ultimately, we're a community, and we listen very intently to what our users have to say about what they'd like to see, and then we try to develop it for them. How do you find members to join your coven or to join your coven cloud? So it's been uh, a very interesting experience because okay. initially I built coven cloud for me. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I was coming back to Florida from the Cape. I didn't want to leave behind my coven. I wanted to create us digitally. So I did that. And then as soon as I shared that, people came out of the woodwork hmm. excited and wanting to join. And um, then a couple weeks into it, um, a friend of mine introduced me to her good friend who had done a successful Kickstarter. And he said, you know, I think it's a great idea. I think you should try. Um, and then as of October 20th, we were fully funded. Um, we raised $4,000 on Kickstarter, which uh, helped repay my in investment mm -hmm. and um, gave us some time to figure out the monetization of the platform. Um, we have a very strong core value that we want it to always be free to use um, and be backed by supporters and ads um, and have like a tier you can buy to, to not have ads, right? A premium. Mm -hmm. um, and so we've grown organically and it's felt like magic, to be honest, because we grow anywhere from five to 15% daily, um, which at last check, we had about 500 users um, actively using the platform. And that means, you know, tomorrow we will likely have 545. That's bad math, isn't it? Um, so 560. Is that better? Yeah. I don't know. Math's not my strong suit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I'm, a, I'm a marketing and English kind of gal. Uh, so it's grown through word of mouth. And we are working on our SEO that will be easier to find. Uh, okay. We had some initial technology hurdles that we wanted to get over and we're making headway on those. And then we're going to start um, investing in more PR like this, advertising, and really heavily focusing on that SEO. Because for us, what we want is for those who need us to find us. Those who need you. So what kind of person would need you? Someone who is lost, mm -hmm. who feels ostracized from the people that they considered to be supporters, um, someone who's dealt with religious persecution. We have a, a pretty strong theme internally. We're a team of 15, and we're pretty much neurodivergent queer people. Um, most of us have a heaping helping of trauma in our background. Right. And finding each other has been beyond words. Um, incredible. We've built a community and a family as our team. Mm -hmm. And so anybody who's looking for that, who's looking for their community, their people, that's who needs us. Birds of a feather 
flock together. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So where do you see where do you see paganism, witchcraft, twenty years from now? Is it still going to have the negative connotation that it has today, or do you think that as the established theologies fall by the wayside and that people continue to look towards paganism, witchcraft as their home, that that it might be possible where Wiccans, uh, wicked witchcraft, and paganism could actually take over the numbers and the lead on the established uh, philosophies. So there is this cycle that I really want to break. Mm-hmm. That is, every single time a marginalized community steps out of being the minority, out of being marginalized, we immediately marginalize someone else. You can see this a lot with the extreme feminism Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, we finally got our seat at the table. And now what we're going to do with that is now we're going to subjugate men. Um, And you can see that with some of the the moves that by POC people are are making. Um, It is not my hope or goal to outpace Christianity or take over. Um, I hope that the future of paganism and that the future of faith and religion entirely is one where we just learn that it is a personal path that we walk, yeah. all of us, and, and that we learn to respect one another's path. It's about time that we learn this. You'd think by now, after all these years of the, of the fighting, the turmoil, the, you know, the, um, the crusades and, and, and the black marks throughout history that we would have got the message by now that, hey, we're all together on this little blue planet that is in the middle of, what do we call it? The universe. The Milky Way. Yeah. Yeah. So trauma begets trauma. Pain begets pain. And it is my hope that we learn to heal our ancestral trauma in ourselves to foster a better future. What is your what are your final thoughts and what message would you like to get to the members of the Exo Nation tonight? That no matter how marginalized you may feel, no matter how of much of an outsider you are, mm-hmm. your people are waiting for you somewhere. And if if you feel marginalized because of your faith, because you're spiritually exploring, I hope that you will come find us on Coven Cloud. But that if it's because of something else, find your people and don't allow yourself to feel alone because you're not. Can non-Christians and Christians come to Coven Cloud? Yes. Uh, Christians are welcome on Coven Cloud as long as they are not trying to convert anyone and they aren't preaching anything as the truth or the only way. Have you had that experience? We have. We have uh, multiple Christians on Covenant Cloud. No, no, are... no. I, I mean, I mean those who try to join or go just to one. Co- that that tried to convert. Just one. Really? Yeah. And and we swiftly got rid of it. Good for you. All right. Now, if people would like to contact you and find out more about witchcraft, paganism, or if they're looking. To for you to talk to after hearing tonight and they may are saying hey listen I'd really like to contact 
Megan because she resonates with me. How can they do that? I can be found on just about any social media on the planet. Um, mm-hmm. I go by the handles either a vehement hush, vehement, or Megan Killian. Um, Kevin Cloud is also pretty much everywhere social media exists. So you can find us as Kevin Cloud. And if you message and say, I'm looking for Megan, I will respond. Um, and you can always email me at Megan at Coven.cloud. Um, and I, I love hearing from people and answering questions. And if I don't know the answer, I will get you to someone who does. Megan, great pleasure talking to you. Continued success, and uh, I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the X-Zone. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. My great pleasure. Have a nice night. You too. Bye-bye now. And X-Zone Nation, if you'd like to find out more about Megan once again, the, the website address is coven.cloud. That's coven.cloud. Now, I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Coming up next, Stephen Bassett is going to be talking to me about hmm, the truth embargo when it comes to, yep, you've got it, unidentified flying objects, or as they're called now, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. If you'd like, send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV, And um, don't forget to find out what is going on in, or I should say on the Exxon TV channel, visit www. Ready? Simultv.com. I'm Rob McConnell. We'll be back after this break. Whatever you do, don't go away. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.